ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. So, Robert, tell the people what's a pretendian. It's just what it sounds like, Angel. A pretend Indian. Someone who fakes being one of us. Someone who impersonates a native. We're talking about real scammers and con artists. There are pretendians teaching at universities, pretendians running governments, pretendians in Hollywood. On our new podcast, Pretendians, we'll tell you the incredible story of these jaw-dropping frauds. Who are they? Why do they do it? And how the heck do they keep getting away with it? Listen to Pretendians on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Hey, this is Pat McAfee, and you're listening to the Complex Sports Podcast, a podcast hosted by three men who are incredibly entertaining. Their words are riveting. And if you're not listening to this, you're an absolute stooge. So be a friend, tell a friend. The Complex Sports Podcast is where it's at. Cheers. What up? What up? What up, everybody? It's your man, Charles Brandon, for the Complex Sports Podcast. We are back after a mini vacation, would, would you guys call it a vacation? We had an episode last week, but it was more of like a compilation, best of moments episode. So we are back from that. As always, joined by Adam Caparell, Zion. What's going on, fellas? How are we doing? There is no vacation. Yeah, we did record. I mean, it's not like we completely took the week off and just like, you know, got the hell out of town. We did I mean, do some you recording did get the hell out of town, though. You I did get out of town, personally. Out. I would recommend the two of you get out of town also. It's good to get you out of get New out York out of City. get out of town every week. You go to Vermont for some reason. Why are you keeping tabs on my travel, pal? It's, it's it's very question like you're like you claim you're a New Yorker Uh-oh. but you you refuse to stay. I, in New York. I am a New you're Yorker. More like now. a Vermonter. A Vermonter. Not, not even close. Very... I have I have a I have a place in Vermont to go to, which oh, I enjoy getting. I have a city. place in Vermont to go. Yes. to. look at you, all fancy. Zion, do you know that I am going to the Nets game tonight? We were recording this on Monday. Don't know. Who would you blackmail to get tickets? But I I, I don't. I don't. Uh, I hope you don't bring us bad vibes and with your presence in the arena. Your 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 second best player got hurt last game. How what what other bad vibes can I bring? They won. Uh, how are you feeling about this series? Let's just jump right into it. You're worried. I know you are. I know how you operate. No, I'm not worried. Uh, I think James Harden. If James Harden, I think the biggest thing that I took away is that there's no structural damage, so there is a chance that he can still come back. We don't know. You got, the, to, you got to take a look at the MRI. They let you. They, they let said, you Steve they said there's no structure, no structure okay. damage. So, so okay. like, there's a chance. I mean, he comes back. We don't know, but they've been, they've been through this the whole season. Like, this is nothing new. Like, this is not, oh, they've been playing without, they don't know how to play without James Harden. Like, no, they know, they, they know how to play without James Harden. They know how to play without KD. They know how to play without Kyrie. They've been doing this the whole season. Am I worried that the Bucks are going to win? Yes. But this the I series mean, or just game two? What, what clarify that? I think the series just because I think that was always like it was always a toss up. But like I think game one we kind of you know reminded them it's still smoke. It's still smoke in Brooklyn. They they're this is not going to be easy for them. But uh, it's going to be tough because they can't shoot like that again. We know that. Um, and Blake Griffin, I don't know what that was. I don't. I, 
I don't know what that was, but he played. He, like he finally played well, and you're going in on him. Poor Blake. Yeah, why are you taking shots at Blake? Yeah, it's like serviceable. He played, yeah. he played well. He played well. No, I said, I said, I'm saying, like, I don't know where that came from. That was, that was. Oh, crazy. so this is like, like your quasi praise of him. He, well, Adam, you're not on Twitter a lot. Zion likes to tweet that Blake. He doesn't know what Blake is doing on defense. That's yeah, I'm, I'm glad I was about. off Twitter during he, game one. He was the worst defender I've ever seen last series. Like, I, I did not. See He's not a defender, a worst, so. <laughs> so but that's the thing. So when he came to Brooklyn, he was actually competing on defense. And I think once they put him in that starting role, like he just took a step back and then he got exposed. Jason Tatum, oh my goodness. Every switch, Kemba Walker dropped him. Like it was just embarrassing. But he played better. All right, but, on, but on a scale of 1 to 10, what is your level of, of yeah, concern? We need to know the level of concern. We need a new level of concern here, pal. We're, we're recording be, this on Monday ten, before game two. Yes, 10 being the highest, yeah. 1 being of no concern. What is your yeah. concern right now? Give it to us. Five six, mm, should be a little higher, pal. No, so you think so, Adam? You think? I think six and a half would be would be good. Yeah, how much higher? You're right. You're acting like he like, should be at an eight. You said six I'm and a half. I think six and a half to seven range would be more appropriate. But, but also, you got to also figure out we didn't have James Harden. We also didn't have Jeff Green, and Jeff Green is huge for that team. I, I agree. Jeff but Green when is, is huge. When yes. is Green coming back? Because he has plantar fasci- fasciitis. Probably, That's not like an easy they, thing. They said probably game three. Okay, so Jeff yeah, Green shoot that up a quarter zone and get on the court. Uh, we just jumped right into this. We have Marvin Bagley on this podcast. This We recorded with Marvin Bagley a, a few weeks ago. We will get to that interview in a little bit. We have a lot to talk about. A lot happened in sports. In the Marvin Bagley interview, Coach K retiring is not mentioned because obviously we wouldn't just leave it out. But Coach K retired after that interview. So Zion and Marvin Bagley didn't have like a group like – like vent cry session together on the pod. I didn't need no cry session. I've I've told people for five months that this wasn't, this was rumored. Like this was, have you talked yourself into John Schreier yet? I mean, it is what it is. I think, I think it's good to have someone who's used to the program. So, you know, it is what it is. We'll see. We'll just, time will tell. When did the Brad Stevens rumors start? Those are dead. Brad Stevens Mm -hmm. was never going to come to Duke does not, Hire people that have no correlation with the program. Well, they don't Only hire they, anybody. Coach K's been there for forty years. They don't hire. Yeah, anybody. but assistant coaches. Okay. But assistant how do you feel about there. how do you feel about Shire taking over? Yeah, let, let's get the the raw and uncut actual feelings. I mean, Be truthful I was, here, pal. He doesn't have any. He doesn't have any coaching experience. Doesn't have any experience running a program. So of course, I was like, "Yo, you should be shook." Then just the <laughs> you should be shook. This no, is the end of no, Duke as we know it. He's same. a good recruiter, though, right? From what I read, he, he's a good. Yeah, how that work yeah, out right? for Kevin Ali and UConn? This is not the same. Uh, uh, from what you told me, Kevin Ali <laughs> was doing some extracurricular did shit. Ke- so let's did not Kevin even go there. Allegedly, Allegedly, won a, allegedly won a championship? He did. Yeah, but anyway, like John Shire. With Calhoun's the, players. It's the it's the trend of college basketball that you kind of need someone like him anyway. You need a young coach. You need, you know, guys that are going to relate to players because the players are taking over college basketball. So that's just what it is. Okay. That's good to know. Okay. so But, yeah, so Marvin Bagley, we didn't talk about that with him. Adam. As we move on here, big question. Did you watch the Floyd Mayweather-Logan-Paul fight? I know Zion watched it for work. I watched it. Adam, did you watch it? You are our boxing guy. Did you watch the fight? Hell fucking no. He's lying. That's a lie. I'm not lying. I, was in I don't bed. believe him either. I was in bed by 11 o'clock on, on Sunday night. That's a lie, bro. Uh, you didn't watch one second of it. Didn't see one second. The only thing I saw this morning were clips that young Zion posted on Complex Sports Twitter. And I read some of the recaps just to get a feel for what happened. But I had zero desire to see Floyd and Logan throw down. I will say this. If Gene uh, Pascal and Badu Jack had actually fought, it would have been worth buying the $50 pay-per-view. 
But in my in my uh, estimation, after Gene Pascal got pinched for PEDs and there was only one legit fight in the car, which is the Arias Heard fight, which actually I heard turned out to be a good fight. Very I think good. It's that. Very good I'll fight. see it on the replay of the pay-per-view. But $50 for that pay-per-view of seeing uh, amateur Logan Paul wail like a moron on Floyd Mayweather and Floyd tore around him for a few rounds. I would much rather spend those $50 on a nice bottle of tequila than watching that fucking nonsense, you guys both win this on Sunday night and well, got I didn't pay for fifty dollars. I didn't that's pay anything. I oh, some illegal streams, did we? Oh, no, okay. Nice. That's lovely. what the streets say. Yeah. So, Adam, you did not watch it. Zion, I didn't you see, watched it. Didn't Zion, see give me your thoughts. Give me your thoughts. I mean, it was terrible. I mean, it was so bad. It was terrible. Like it was so bad. It's it's like one thing. Okay. It's okay. I understand the entertainment aspect. You got to get the. This is great entertainment for most people, but yeah. we wanted me personally. I need to see a knockout. N- number yeah. one, Floyd. Floyd, uh, you saw with Nate Robinson. What happened to Nate Robinson? That's your boy, <laughs> and you didn't do anything. You you just shook hands with the man. You there was clips of him may, possibly holding holding him up at points. Like, see, come th- on. see, that's what that's why I wanted to know if Adam saw it because. Zion, from from what I saw, I think Floyd was – did Floyd have money on it going the distance or something? I don't know because it, because it was very strange how he went about the whole thing. You well, know? well, if you read my interview with Floyd on Complex.com, he said that he was not – he could have gone for – well, I'll, I'll, all right, let me, let me catch this one quick second. Floyd is not someone that always carried a lot of power with him. No, he never, won no. by decisions. He outlasted guys. He would get some TKOs here and there, but he's not a guy that delivered knockouts. He didn't never had strong fists. But this power. isn't a fighter, Adam. I, I get that. So even though talking to him, he said that if he wanted to, he could put Logan Paul out in the first round. He probably could if he really wanted to and got rough in the first round. Like he wanted to make it entertaining. He wanted to give people bang. But for here's the, buck. the thing: they didn't make it that entertaining. They just hugged each other. What did I time. tell you? <laughs> You, they just you, hugged each other the whole time. If you went into this fight and bought it, again, idiotically in my opinion, for $50, even if you got expensed by the company, um, that was a waste of money by the company. But <laughs> if you went into any expectation that you're going to see some sort of skill level and you weren't going to see a complete shit show or two clowns boxing at each other, like like that's on you. All right? There was, for, again, the few clips I saw, zero skills. And if Floyd really wanted to fuck around and put Logan Paul down or at least get, the, get it to be stopped by the ref, he could have done that in one or two rounds. So, you know... Again, you have to have expectations come to this. I guess some people are entertained by it. We'll see what the pay-per-view numbers are. I'm sure Floyd fleeced the American public again for a shit ton of money. <laughs> Kudos to he him. Did. But there is no he way did. in hell those two individuals were getting my money on Sunday night. No way. I mean, Ocho Cinco, though. Ocho Cinco fight was more entertaining than that. Uh, Ocho was entertaining. That fight was entertaining. I would say this. Ocho in the way and looked pretty goddamn pipe. So good for him for uh, staying he- off the fast food for a little while. You you saw the Ocho fight? I saw the, no, I didn't see the Ocho fight. I saw pictures of him from the weigh-in. Gotcha. Yes. Well, he got Ocho got knocked down, but I Zion he won that fight. I think. I mean, yeah, if there was a winner, he probably won it. Uh, I think he he competed. He he did a solid job. Yeah. All right, so, but let me ask you this for this question for you two, since you guys did see it. One of you properly bought it. The other one took illegal streams and posted it to Twitter.com. <laughs> um, did you were you overall entertained? Did you feel like it was no. a quality product? I, I, I don't think I was – I'll let Zion go next. I don't think I was entertained. Like maybe it was because – here's the thing. Last night was a, a stacked night of sports. I was distracted watching the new United States men's team play Mexico in a great match. 
which they end up man winning in extra time. Man doesn't even know about soccer. He watches soccer. I, yeah, I was. <laughs> I was. I was. Our new soccer was highly entertained. Our new so soccer expert here on Complex and, Sports. And I was watching. Also, I had the Yankees game on and the great umpires of Major League Baseball. In that game, I was watching that, that game. That was in the other's batter's box when, when Odor was called out in strike. So, it was the, one of the worst strike calls in the history of baseball. So there was a lot going on last night. So I was a little distracted, but I was not entertained. I was way more entertained by the Jake Paul, whoever, whoever he fought last time. Fight. Ben Askin, way, who didn't Robinson. train at all and, and oh, got a half a million dollars way, for getting I was way out. more entertained by the Tyson-Roy Jones Jr. fight and the Nate Robinson. I was way more entertained by that. It just, it fell flat. I don't know if it was because the crowd wasn't really into it. There wasn't a lot of people there. They didn't, they didn't even come close to selling out. Well, I mean, they, they held it at Hard Rock Stadium. Yeah, which where the Dolphins is a football play. stadium, yeah. which can carry, I don't know, 60,000 people. But Adam, it wasn't even. I know, but they were only close. selling 30,000 tickets to begin with. It, it wasn't, wasn't 30. Wasn't it raining also? I it was raining. It was raining. It, was it wasn't 30,000. Yeah. It was raining and it wasn't 30,000. Yeah. I read they were trying to get 30,000 people there, but they were probably going to get closer to about 20,000. I know someone who went to, I mean, well, I, actually, I know multiple people that were there, but I know someone that actually bought a ticket to go there. I haven't talked to them about the experience. Uh, you, and you're yelling at us. For for spending money, you I clowned on that who, individual via text. You, when he told you, me he was you going. You know somebody who went in ticket. person. I clowned on him via text when okay. he told me he okay. bought a ticket. So don't worry, I gave okay. it to him. Uh, Zion, what did you? Th- I wasn't entertained. I don't know. No, it wasn't. It wasn't entertaining at all. Like I was just yeah. watching. I would have turned yeah. it off if I didn't have to watch it. But yeah, that was uh-uh. nah. They they need like, like like there there's an entertainment aspect to some of these fights. Like even though they're dumb and they could be bad for the sport, whatever. Sometimes they're really entertaining. This one didn't even lack. This yeah. one lacked. It well, just entered pure. You know, it would be more entertaining fight. Um, and again, tip of the cat to Floyd for fleecing everyone out of whatever <laughs> will be twenty five million, fifty million dollars, whatever percentage of the pay per view buys God, he gets. I heard he's getting a hundred. I don't. I think that's too much. But okay. I would say he's probably going to clear like fifty million anyway. Um, People that I talked to for the story I did about the Logans, um, Logan, Logan and Jake Paul being good or not for boxing that dropped on Complex Sports last week. Um, someone had mentioned that, you know, logically speaking, depending on what happened in the fight with with Logan sets up very easily now that Jake Paul is signed to Showtime, a potential fight if Floyd wants it with Jake Paul. No. Would you guys be more well, interested? Well, in Jake that? Paul's got a Jake Paul's about to fight Tyrone Woodley. I know. Right? Like, I don't know. I don't. Is he going to win that fight? I now, Jake obviously is professional, and this was an exhibition match yeah. between Logan and. See, Floyd, I don't think Floyd kill. would risk it. I don't well, think. And Floyd, Floyd would... said after the fight that he is retired, certainly from professional fights. Which yeah, one, he's not going to risk an Jake. actual fight that could go on his record and be fifty and one hundred percent. Nor should he. Yeah. And at forty four, he definitely was slower and wasn't able to. He was faster than I thought. He well, would be. No, he was Floyd was always fast, but like it's still. He said like I can't do the same shit I used to do. I mean, obviously yeah, it's age, yeah. but again, yeah. speculation. People I talked to said that this kind of sets up naturally if things go appropriately and they make enough money for Floyd to at some point fight Jake. You Paul. know, now, Floyd said get- again, retired from professional fighting. Which yeah. anyone who thinks him and Manny could fight at some point, that's that's a no. But if enough money gets thrown at the two of them, you never know. Um, but could you see a Jake Paul Floyd Mayweather exhibition match down the road? If again, he's going to get guaranteed a hundred million dollars, and Jake Paul's going to get twenty five million dollars, like. I could easily see that happening. I don't know, but they did say at, at, during the press conference, some some uh, some reporter asked Logan Paul and Jake Paul that was there. It was like, oh, Adrian, Adrian Broner would want to fight you. Oh and they God. both oh. they both said, they, <laughs> no, the way they you. answered, they were like, wait, who's that? They were trying to play it off. No he way, said, really? Yeah. Uh, uh, Jake Paul was like, who is that? Logan Paul was like, he, he murmured under his breath. He was like, 
If you want to watch a fight where zero punches are thrown, watch an Adrian Broner fight because he doesn't throw a goddamn punch to save his life. Before we move on, because we have so much to talk about, Laker, we have so much to talk about. Isn't, I'm just thinking as a boxing promoter, is Don King still alive, Adam? Yeah, he's still promoting fights, but he is his his uh, influence. I'm, has, I'm just saying, his influence, thankfully, has waned on boxing because okay. he was a so parasite saying, to boxing. I'm just thinking as like as boxing promoters go and they and they think, isn't the logical fight Jake Paul versus Logan Paul? Uh, if you wanted to, isn't that the logical fight? That, okay, the, but that's the, only but that's only appealing to like the people who are deep into YouTube. That's not appealing to the general public. Zion, would you watch that? I think I think they did ask this too, um, uh, and they, Logan Paul is like, "Let us get into the sport first. I do think eventually down the road, it's probably gonna happen, especially when yeah, they, they that, fought that feels like people. the end. Point, well, for right? all right, so for instance, like what you're inferring to, like they've always asked the Charlo brothers, who are champs in different divisions, would you guys as twins ever fight each other? And they're like, yeah. "Hell no, we never do that." Um, I don't, I don't think the Paul brothers would do that, but then again, all the stupid shit they do I for promotion and they both say, they both say they're certified trolls. They, they probably do would it. sign they up for do that. It. Yeah. They do it. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess the Tyrone Woodley fight will be interesting because does he even fight in UFC anymore? Or is he just, he is done. His contract ran out with UFC. So he's just doing whatever. Okay. So he, he said now he's going, wants to go into kind of boxing take on these matches. He'll probably make a lot of money and plenty of people in combat sports will be rooting heavily for him to knock Jake Paul the fuck out, but we'll see come August, whatever the hell it is. Well, yeah, we'll see Another showtime pay-per-view. People are making money. I think that's the whole. I mean, the, good the for whole them. thing about this is a lot of people are making a lot of money yeah. off this and they're not going to stop because I mean, of that. I will shit on this stuff for all eternity and a lot of other people that are really into boxing will. But like in the grand scheme of things, if these people who are getting paid, whether it's Floyd, the Paul brothers or Tyron Woodley or whoever the hell else is fighting in these things are getting dollars and there's a public interest in it, like more power to them. But like they're not going to get my money. I'd rather save <laughs> yeah. it for like a Javante Davis pay-per-view, which is coming up at the end of the month. And there's a lot of other good legit boxing that if you're into fight game, like you should go check out because the month of June and the summer. Is going to be awesome for boxing. So, friend of the pod, Ryan Garcia, was at the fight last night. And yeah, hopefully, he's doing better with his mental health. I mean, he was yes. supposed to fight in early July, and he has to take a break. So, it's uh, yeah. there's a ton of awesome matchups in boxing. Again, unfortunately, me, the boxing guy, will lament that how this stupid shit on Sunday overshadows everything else in the forever fucked up sport of boxing. But it is what it is. All right, before we get to the Marvin Bagley interview, we have to talk about the two LA basketball teams. Lakers got eliminated. Adams, L.A. Lakers got eliminated. Uh, excuse and, me. My L.A. Clippers are still alive, pal. Get it oh, correct. You, uh, I forgot. You're a Clippers fan. Yes. And then the Clippers moved on. Thoughts. What do we think? Where where do where do the Lakers go from here? What do they do? Because they're kind of Bron- fucked. Bron- of additions. What, what's up, Zion? I mean, number one, they just get healthy. Like, that's, can, that's can what LeBron it is. Can LeBron get healthy? Can LeBron get healthy? LeBron that was a freak injury, it? though. He suffered. What What is June? And the, the season's probably going to start, what, December again? No, no October. October. They're trying to get back schedule. on track. They're trying to get back oh, on track well, in October. It's, he has three months. This is a rare, a rare three months off for him and AD. Yeah. So I think they'll take advantage of it. They'll be back next season. And, I mean, whoever they add, I mean, they I need to retool so. that team, though, right? Like, I don't think that and they, they can, can bring that back. They don't have back. a lot of maneuverability. I mean, um, I you mean, have you said case, that last year. 
I did, and I'll give. But Plinka they, some but credit. they also signed but, guys that just. But also, how did not Plinka, help them? Again, we all Plinka got praised for his offseason, but how those moves work out? You signed Montrez Harrell to a contract, and he can't and, get off the bench in the playoffs. And Dennis Schroeder was just who was horrific. For and yeah. imagine Schroeder having the audacity to turn down a hundred million dollar contract <laughs> extension. I did, mean, is that true? Did he really? Turn those are the reports that mil- him and again my boy Zion, Alex Saratsis over at Octagon, who represents him. Um, Zion, is that true? I mean, I didn't. I didn't look at the contract there. situation. So yeah, it's been out there. That Schroeder wants to. Schroeder wanted to bet in himself. hundred million dollars. He turned down a hundred million dollars. Roughly, I think it was between eighty or hundred million dollars. Well, I mean, that's not. That's not a. It is a lot nowadays. That's a lot for Dennis Schroeder. That's a lot of money. How you turn that shit but, down? Guaranteed. But think about it. Joe Harris is probably making what, like eighteen million a year. And is he? He's. Good yeah, for Joe yeah. Harris. Yeah, he's Jeez. making that's today's nice. NBA. That's t- today's Good NBA. Good for Joe Harris. If you can, if you can average double digits off the bench, you can get yourself a ten million dollar so, contract. So before we get to the Clippers, I just don't think LeBron's going to be thirty seven next season, guys. He's going to be thirty seven. He didn't have the explosiveness. We know the ankle was messed up. He's got time to come back, but the Nets are still going to be loaded. The Suns took a step. The Mavs, I'm I'm assuming the Mavs are going to do something to put something around Luka. Dame could end up somewhere. Like, there's just so many things. I just don't think that the Lakers can sit back and be like, okay, this next season is the season Kuzma takes off. Okay, but still. Because you can't count on that that's anymore. That's 100%. Their supporting cast is highly suspect. We can go through Very. that real quickly. And, and that and, championship's and looking, what, what, Zion, what you say? Mickey Mouse-like. Mickey Mouse-like. But the point is, listen, if LeBron and AD are healthy – we all know the goddamn narrative. They had still the two best players of any squad in the NBA if those two guys are healthy. So it's going to be predicated on health. But Debatable. Plinka has Debatable. a work cut out for them. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. What did you just say? Yeah, Debatable. I don't know about that one. I don't know about that We're one. We're going to say the Nets now with KD and Harden? KD and Yo, Harden. I'm the biggest Braun fan. In the, I'm a Braun stan, but I cannot <laughs> believe he said he's going to battle the goon squad this summer. That was the most embarrassing thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Hey, promo. Free I, promo I have no comment us. on. I have no comment on Space Jam Two nonsense. Did this? They asked him if he was playing in the Olympics. He says he's battling the Goon Squad. Are you fucking serious, Braun? Hey, free promo. We're just get your promo. <laughs> let him get paid. Yeah. Let do him they do need it. free promo at Space Jam Two? Who's not going to see Space if Jam Two? If you were just advocating for Floyd and Logan Paul to get paid, why are you shitting on LeBron? I'm not shitting on him. I'm just. I cannot believe he said that after he got bounced in the first round for the first time in his career. That's what I can't believe. He got bounced from the first round for the first time in his career, and he says he's not playing Olympics. He's got to battle the goon squad. I can't believe that. I had to put my LeBron jersey in the closet. I had to hang it. Oh, up. you didn't burn it? No. Oh, yeah. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of put, here. Put there could the, be some. Put, there could be some videos floating around the internet of you burning a LeBron jersey. No, there's back no the fucking videos. I wasn't yeah, downtown probably. that night. Fuck out of here. Ah. So my thing is, the Lakers need to retool. The Clippers are moving on. Can we how t- far, yeah, talk about my Clippers for a second? How, yeah. how far can the Clippers get? Because I actually think they're the favorite. They should be the favorites in the West right now. If Kawhi's going to keep playing like this, all the way. I mean, they should be because, like, at this point, they they've kind of experienced the adversity now. Like, they they've finally you know achieved beating adversity yeah. for once, and I think that's mm-hmm. going to be like a momentum swing. And now, I mean, they have the best roster. They if they get Serge Ibaka back healthy, then. Is he coming back? Do we know if Serge is coming back? I haven't seen the update on him, but but listen, well, if the Clippers who are the best jump shooting team in the NBA and the best three point shooting team, if they hit their shots, it's going to be tough to keep them out of the finals. And it's really fun watching Kawhi like really, really like get intense in these situations. Like Luke yeah. obviously had He's incredible game crazy. seven, but when Kawhi like clams down and is playing like He's hard crazy. as fuck on both sides of the ball, it is awesome to watch. And that's uh, I would say 
They're the only team I want to see. I don't want to see the Jazz in the finals. Uh, the Sun, I wouldn't hate seeing the Suns in the finals. I mean, I, well, I wouldn't hate seeing CP3 in the finals, but I think from an entertainment standpoint. But they're the only two. I, Nuggets and Jazz, I don't want to see them. Well, we all know who the NBA front office is rooting for. The Clippers. The Brooklyn of course. Yes. Yeah. Well, in the West. Um, yes, geez. in the West we're talking here. Oh, the, in the West. They, ain't, oh. they ain't rooting for Rudy Gobert and the Jazz. No, nobody. Adam Silver would jump off a of Again, the hilarity of a Milwaukee-Utah uh, finals. <laughs> that would be nasty. That, <laughs> no, it'd be fun I, from – again, if you're a hardcore basketball fan, it'd be fun to watch that. I'd be into that. Would the general it, public would, would, would it, Adam? Would it be fun to no, watch? No, I would like that. I would, I'd be down for it that. It wouldn't be the best – I mean, it I'm not be saying, fun to watch from basketball. I'm not saying it's the like, best matchup possible. Yeah. Of course, it's the Nets so, in the some, finals. Sometimes we're owed. We sometimes we're owed the best matchup. We don't always get it. Yeah, we don't always get the best matchup. We're owed from looking at these teams. If we don't get Clippers Nets, I'm going to be highly disappointed. Highly disappointed. And then again, plugging our content again, we can add that to the what if uh, top NBA squads in the past 21 years. If the Nets don't make the finals. So, yeah, it would be great to see the Nets uh, make the finals. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I thought that was slender. They'd be I, a gigantic slender, but, what if squad, yeah. But the only reason they wouldn't make it, let's let's just get this out the way right now. The let's only reason they wouldn't make it is because they weren't healthy. I mean, you have that. I'm, I'm not saying an excuse, but you have that now because Harden got hurt. You do have that. You do have that. The excuse train has left the station. What do we, um, real quick, Sixers. How much trouble are the Sixers in? Real quick. I don't think they're in that much trouble, but I did warn people. Really? I said the Hawks can put them. Like people thought it was going to be a, 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 a just a very easy sweep series. Like no, the Hawks they have talent, and they didn't even play DeAndre Hunter. DeAndre Hunter did not yeah, play their best like, defender. So like it's going to be. I think the Sixers still win though. I say they win in six. You think? But, yeah. I would say this. Don't overreact from one game. Um, yeah. And also, the last time you asked uh, me or us about you know your feelings on a series after one game, i.e. <laughs> the Lakers, how'd that work out? And I said, you shouldn't be worried if you're the Lakers. So I'm not going to say shit after well, game Well, then I one. also said the Knicks are going to win in five. I also said the Knicks were winning in seven. So yeah, I should shut the fuck up about these predictions. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. Whatever. But so the Lakers I would say don't different. overreact you, after game one. You excuse for the Lakers because the Lakers were going to win that series if Anthony Davis did not get hurt again. Oh, 100%. Yeah. <sighs> You but guys are being happen. a little cruel to the Suns. They right were now. not being cruel. I mean, you guys are taking they, a little bit too much away from the Suns for my liking. Did you see what they did Game liking. Three? Like the disrespect the Lakers had for the Suns in Game Three. <laughs> like they were not taking them seriously, and they still won that game. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I think it's cool. I think CP3 making the finals would be really, really, really cool. And Devin, Devin Booker's playing out of his mind. You got boss man out there talking shit to Braun, talking about oh, we are not the gun encouraging Jay Crowder. But I respect. <laughs> it. Are you in the Jay Crowder uh, fan club pile? Are you the president? Yeah, <laughs> oh, I hated him when he was on the Cavs. He didn't make one shot when he was on the Cavs. LeBron got him traded. <laughs> he is first team shit talking. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean it's it's just interesting. I mean that team's kind of likable. DeAndre Aiden's likable, you know. Like, uh, all right, before we get to the Marvin Bagley interview, Julio Jones got traded on Sunday. Uh, what did you guys think of that to the Titans? Boring second round pick seems appropriate. Why boring? You were the, the football guy, boring. pal. So you can take it away. Boring. I don't really give a shit about this. You're the football guy. Take it away. He, he, he would. It would have been more entertaining to go like to the Ravens or something like. You just it, want your man Lamar to get all the weapons, don't you? I do, hundred percent. Lamar ne- needed Julio Jones. That would have been fun, but you know, whatever. The Titans still not beating the Chiefs. <laughs> I don't think. I, I don't think this moved the needle much. Uh, I That's think Julio is still very good, but I just don't think it moved the needle much. Uh, 
And I'm kind of surprised they gave up a second for him a little bit. But it's what? moderate compensation, but I can't I, I don't I can't get too riled up about this. Like I'm giving up a second for Julio Jones. Yeah, that's 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 fair compensation. I just don't think it puts them over the edge. Like I think that they're going all in, but I don't think it put them over the top. That's yeah, that's kind of what I'm think, saying. You know? Yeah, I don't think it does much. Like like the Ravens giving up a second, I would have been like, Oh, okay, I get it. They're serious. Like this is you know. Yeah. Titan, like the Titans are in that like next tier of AFC teams. I don't think. Yeah, but would like, you put them as a top team in the AFC South right now? Yeah, because because Wentz Wentz was the worst quarterback in yeah. football last year, yeah. and he's so, their quarterback of the Colts. You're, you're, I mean, I know you're, you're rooting for your Colts. I don't know what to. Tell I you. don't give two shits about the Colts. So again, false narrative <laughs> right there. But I would say that it's a good addition for the Titans that are supposed to be. No, the top it is. Team it, it's a good addition, and they should do it every time. I just don't think it puts them over the top in in the AFC. I yeah, think. Yeah. I think the Chiefs. Ravens, Bills, and Browns are still better than the Titans. He's a 32-year-old receiver. A very good receiver. What was that, time? Had to put the Browns in there. Yeah, I did because it's factual, okay? Uh, we almost got through one. Again, one of these days we'll get through a podcast. I'll mention the goddamn Browns. We were close. There's nothing to talk We're chilling. There's nothing to talk about right now. There's nothing to talk about. Oh, Odell's back on Instagram, so we're good. Uh, good for him. All that kind of content. Um, Clown of the week. I think it's easy. It's just whoever bought the Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather fight. Amen to that. I think yes. so, unless you guys have, unless it's the umps in the Yankees game. I don't know. Was Jesus and Mero, uh, that was they were horrendous. Were they, Jesus, Jesus and Mero were good. good. They were funny. I thought so, Zion, right? I thought they were funny. Yeah, they were, they were cool at points. I think the funniest part is when they, they told uh, Jake Paul to, to be quiet when he said his brother yes. was funny. <laughs> but they were cool. He tweeted, he tweeted Floyd was 50 and one. I'm like, what fight did you oh watch? The, the best tweet of the, the night, though, the best tweet of the night came from the number one pound for pound box in the world, Canelo, Canelo Alvarez, yeah. who simply put yeah. up an emoji of a face palm. Was it? Was it the best tweet of the night? Because he looked kind of like, bro, you had your chance to beat Floyd. You didn't beat Floyd. Uh, do we want to get into this right now? No. I'm just saying, did he, Adam, did he beat Floyd? No. no. It was a majority decision, which is questionable on the judges' scorecards. But when you lead up to the judges, <laughs> that's what happens in boxing. But the narrative, Floyd, who is undefeated, 50-0, and beat you, a shit ton of you, champions. You, you're saying he ran from Canelo, just, whatever. I'm not whatever, saying he whatever. ran from Canelo. I'm saying that he got Canelo when Canelo was 23 years old. And okay. Floyd was incredibly established and at the peak of his powers. So keep okay. that into consideration. Everything deserves context. Floyd, gotcha. if you guys generally know, has obviously been a shit ton of awesome names, but he has been very strategic and uh, very judicious about when he has fought said individuals. But that's again, that's, you get, that, that's how you get 50 and 0, my friend. That's how you become Money Mayweather, who has made yes. almost a billion dollars in the industry of boxing. So yes, yes, props to Floyd. All right, let's get to our Marvin Bagley interview. We talk about uh playing for the kings his rap music i think adam talked about dis and dame i'm pretty sure um i brought it up i just see you, you I brought just up the name stuff uh the, so the yeah we didn't talk about the coach k thing because it had it hadn't happened and we didn't talk about the uh uh the nba players fans run on the court because that really hadn't happened yet either so yeah a few things left out but let's get to it fun conversation marvin bagley Marvin Bagley, welcome to the Complex Sports Podcast. We appreciate you joining us. How you feeling today? Feeling great, man. How you doing? Are we chilling? We chilling, you know. Uh, ready to talk some hoops, talk what you got going on, talk some music. I know uh, you got a whole bunch of stuff going on, right? Yeah, I got a lot going on coming up, man. Um, we can talk about it all. So let's talk about, all right, offseason just started for you. What do you normally do? Do you take like, you know, a few weeks off to chill, do some vacations, like just really decompress? Tell us what it's typical for you when the offseason hits. Oh, for me, I, I do kind of, you know, take a break. 
uh, probably a week and a half or so just to kind of get my body back, you know, feeling good. And then um, I kind of eased my way back into it slowly, you know, with lifting and, and court work. Um, not too crazy to start it off. Obviously, it's a long summer, so um, I eased my way up into it until obviously training camp comes around. So um, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a routine that I, that I follow and it's been working for me. So I'm just going to stick with it. Can you can you tell us how you got Lil Durk and A Boogie collaborations coming out? Can you can you yeah man because that? that, uh, that's impressive. Man, I appreciate that. No nah, man, it was it just so happened. Man, I I had I had a couple songs. Um, well for Lil Durk, I just recorded them. Uh, I was listening. I was like, yo, I think Durk will go crazy on this. Like it, he just, I feel like his voice fit perfect. So I reached out, and um, we were able to make it happen. And and the song is fire i can't wait for y'all to hear it man i can't wait for y'all to hear it uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be out in a few weeks so um that's how that came about a boogie the same way i heard it thought he'd sound good on it um and he, he knocked it out for me so there's gonna be some a lot of heat coming y'all way soon hey little dirk that's a great get i mean he's he's been hot of late you might you might hit the charts with that one no, oh, yeah, no, nah, he man, I'm I'm I was I was hyped when he said he he'd get on it. Um, you know, we got the video we're gonna shoot uh for, for the song soon, next couple of weeks or so. So uh I'm definitely excited about this one. I think it's gonna be a good one for the summer. Everybody, you know, listen to it vibe and you know, just just have fun with it. But most importantly, Marvin, who what other how, excuse me, how do I wanna put this? What other NBA stars are you taking shots at in this song? Because we know that you like <laughs> to take a few shots here and there, and you have fun and mix it up and yeah, and yeah, uh, and bust balls with other NBA guys. <laughs> ain't no shots, man. I, mean, I ain't taking the shots. You know, I'm just doing what I love to do. Uh, you know, it's music. I love music. I love this since I was six years old, five, six years old, rapping. You know, to my parents in the room. Um, <laughs> so I'm just having fun with it. You know, just getting you know into that side where I'm you know, more on the artist end and make just creating and, and making music that I love and. Hopefully, my fans and, and people that listen to me will love as well. Do, do you get nervous reaching out to artists? Because obviously, you're a professional athlete, you know. So it's not like I don't know how you characterize it. Is it is it like your your one A and one B type thing? But do you get like kind of butterflies, like kind of reaching out, like you know, like oh, I hope they like it type thing, or or how does that go with your music? Um, I, for me, I, I don't I don't get nervous. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm confident in know what i'm doing my music so if i hear a song and Mm -hmm. i think a certain artist will sound good on it i'm gonna reach Mm -hmm. out um they say no they don't like it cool it like it it is what it is but i mean i'm gonna shoot my shot whether they like it or not so that's the type of mindset that i go with it and and, um i think it's it's been working for me so far like i said i I take it very serious it's not just something that i do just because i got a lot of time on my hands i really study music i really know study artists flow all different type of stuff that has to do with music so I'm, I'm confident in it and i just reach out and see what happens from there so who are the guys that you looked up to in the rap game growing up who were some of your favorites i'll be here all day <laughs> we got some time so go ahead no for sure for sure i mean just a few off my head i like you no know, nas mm-hmm. tupac Obviously, young Zion, do you know who all of these rappers are? Young, young Zion over here is Yo, a young relax. individual. He's, he's not, younger than me. I'm just like a you're a little older than me. I have what to you educate talking? you sometimes on these, on these <laughs> What lines. are you talking nah, about? I've got it. Sorry, Bobby. Go ahead. But no, nah, yeah, it's, it's guys like that. Nas, Tupac, Jay Z. Um, 
One of my favorites that I listen to today is Rock Kim. Um, mm-hmm. You know, today now with it, you know, this era that we that we in, I like my favorite rapper is right now that I you know looked up to is J Cole. Um, you know, Drake obviously is is a great rapper. Uh, just different guys I try to like listen to and um, kind of you know get inspiration from. So it's it's a lot. I could I could go on and on, but it's uh those are just a few that I look up to in the in the, in the music you know industry that that I kind of like get inspiration from. So could we see a J. Cole feature? I mean, that's Puma game right there. That's you got Puma the Yeah, hey, man. I'm trying, man. I'm trying to this day. I'm trying to this day. I talked to him, you know, a few times. Um, you know, I, I ran into him uh, all-star weekend in uh, Charlotte when he was, when he was performing. Um, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to get that done, man. I, that'll be, you know, that's, that's one for sure on my checklist. You know, I got to get it for <laughs> I hang up this music thing. So uh, I'm, I'm going to keep trying till I get it. But eventually, hopefully it'll happen. Can you can you scout J. Cole's basketball game for us? Did you watch him? Like if you were going against J. Cole, what would be on the scouting report? Man, Jake, uh, I, I ain't really got a chance to watch. I've seen highlights. I've seen highlights, but, you know, it's kind of hard to you know catch the games. But from the highlights that I've seen, um, you know, he had some some nice hustle plays. You know, getting getting the ball. You know, saving it. Uh, that pull up jumper. Saying. That's what everybody okay, he, saying. He, he look like a hustle guy. Like he look like that, that, that one piece a glue of guy. You need you need glue guys yeah. out there. You need glue guys out Man, there. I seen it. I was like, okay, I like that. Um, no, he he, he had a you know, between the legs, kind of hezzy to the to the to the mid range jump pull up. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I like I like I like his game, and I'm, I'm I'm to see him doing what he you know always wanted to do. Um, you know, going from you know being you know a great artist to following his dream to be a professional you know basketball player. That's that's awesome to see, especially for somebody like me that's trying to do the same, but obviously flipped around. So um, it's definitely inspirational. Chuck, are you giving Dirk tips on the court? Because you know Dirk can ball. Oh, for sure. I've seen it. I've seen him. I, I, I never talked to him about basketball, but I say stuff, you know, of, of videos of him, you know, working out, hooping, and he, he got some games too. Yeah. Yeah. He, him, East, and Quavo seem to be like, and Cole, like, they seem to be like, if you were going to do like a starting five of rappers who could hoop, like, they would be on there. No, for sure. I, I'll go with those, you know, those three that you just said, and probably a couple more. Chris Brown could hoop. Yeah. You know, yeah. Chris Brown could hoop. I throw him in there. Um, it's a lot, man. Two chains, you know. The hoop. It's a lot of you know, rappers, rappers that's hooping. Although two chains after that are two on two. Chains puffing and puffing away. Chains' condition wasn't wasn't up to snuff. The lungs ain't what they used to be. But yeah, I think uh, uh, even transitioning to basketball, obviously. You know, your first two finish. You let me get this out the way. Let me get this because they gonna bring it up. I'm a Duke fan, so you know I seen you sure. since uh, Sierra Canyon with Cody Riley and Remy Martin uh, to Duke, yeah, uh, to now to the Kings. Um, but you know, how would you evaluate your first two years so far? Um, my first my first couple years, you know, it's been a lot of ups and downs. Uh, it's been a lot of you know lessons learned. Uh, off the court and on the court, and I'm a, I think I'm a better player. Um, I think I, I, I learned so much more than you know, I, you know coming into the NBA. I know more now than I did. Um, but I would say my first my first two years for me were great. 
Um, and, 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 and if you look in the grand scheme of things, it was a great thing for me to go through all of that that I went through just so I could know that I can get through certain things that, that, that like adversity that I've been through with the injuries and all of that. I can get through those things and keep pushing and keep, you know, getting better and getting to where I want to be. So um, as far as the lessons, um, great. Um, you know, we, you know, we just got to keep going, keep pushing on. Are there things about NBA life that maybe have really surprised you? You know, you talk about hardships, adversity, stuff like that. Um, and obviously, you got, you know, the Kings, it hasn't exactly gone like you guys would have loved to. Didn't quite contend for the playoffs the way you want to this year. But, you know, these two seasons, the hardships, the adversity, has there been something that's really caught you surprised by how hard NBA life actually is? I mean, I, for me, my first, my rookie season, um, coming into it, not knowing like what to expect. You know, with the, as far as traveling, as far as playing you know, back-to-backs, you might have to, you know, fly across the, you know, country, you know, on a back-to-back and, and, and you know, play the next day. And it's like stuff like that that I had to see that was very different. But I eventually, you know, adjusted to it. And, um, you know, just, just small things like that. That was my biggest, you know, adjustment to the NBA. Once I got on the court, I feel like, you know, basketball was, was taking care of itself. But uh, as far as the traveling and and – you know, going from city to city, you and somewhere every other day. Um, you know, it, it was it was a lot at first, but kind of got the hang of it. And uh, you know, I, I think that was the biggest thing for me. And I, you know, I'm good now. So it's just about you know keeping a routine and keeping that going throughout a you know 82 season, 82 game season, and uh, just rolling with that. I uh, I'm kind of stealing this from uh, Q Rich and D Miles, but did you have a welcome to the NBA moment? Did you like, uh, you know, that first thing where you're like, ah, damn, yeah, I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. I think for me, my my first one was uh, we played uh, Golden State. We played Golden State in Seattle. We we had to go to Seattle and play in a preseason Mm -hmm. game. And Mm -hmm. uh, I just remember, you know, we came out to the to the court. We warmed up. We warming up first. And then all of a sudden. The whole arena just got loud. Like the whole arena just started screaming. I'm like, what the what was going on? So I look <laughs> to the other end. I see Katie, see Steph, Clay. Oh, I see the, they all running out. Like, I'm like, damn, like now it's like, yo, I'm really about to play these dudes. Like, it's like, yo, I'm about to you know, actually get to compete against Katie, Steph, Clay. Like, that was my like wow. Like it was an yeah. initial wow. And then um yeah, we 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 got we got smacked that game, but it, it was one of those things where like, like, yo, like I'm really about to compete against them, and and uh, it's, it's always been a dream of mine to do that. So that was kind of my welcome. Um, I don't, I wouldn't say it was a you know bad, good or bad, but it was just like that initial wow, like I'm here, yeah. like I'm here about to you know compete, hoop against these dudes that I've always been watching. Um, you know, same with it was same with uh, Brian when I first played against Brian. It was like been watching these dudes since I was in. High school, even before that. So now to be able to compete against me, it was a, a great feeling. Did you ever get starstruck, though, like that initially for one quick second when you got on the court, LeBron, or like, you know, you saw Steph, KD, and Clay across, you know, the court? Like, even just for a brief second, like, again, I know you talk about that welcome to the NBA moment, but like anyone else in the NBA that you really looked up to growing up, do you ever have that quick little starstruck moment like, oh, shit, I'm actually about to go up against Braun or, you know, some other uh, future legend? Yeah, no, I mean, for me, I watch Giannis a lot growing okay. up. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just like how he plays. I like how he can, you know, create for his teammates. He attack off the dribble is just you know, aggressive. I watched his game a lot. When we played Milwaukee. I was uh, 
I was like, yo, like it's, it's crazy because like I was learning for me. I was watching when I was in, when I wasn't in the game, when he was in the game, just still being able to watch up close. Finally, like not just through mm-hmm. TV, film, um, but like being able to see him up close and watch how he plays the game. Like just studying that. Um, that was that's one guy that I would say that I that I liked, you know, studying and watching. And I wouldn't say it was starstruck because um, once I got in the game, it was basketball. Yeah, like, yeah of course, yeah. We, mm-hmm. we, you know what I'm saying? We, we hooping the yeah. same way, you yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah. but that initial, you know, like, okay, now I can really see up close how these dudes play, you know, certain moves that I will see on TV, I can see them up close now and kind of like mm-hmm. put that into, you know, workouts that I might do in the off season. And I like, just take bits and pieces from a lot of guys in the league that I, um, that I looked up to. So that's, that's one you know thing that I love about this league is you can be able to do that and learn and, and grow, take your game to a new level just by, Learning from a lot of guys that you know do a lot of things well. Did you take Marvin? Go, chops, go. Isn't it isn't it crazy that someone could like Giannis could be underappreciated somehow in the way that just like people watch basketball now and like how fickle like NBA Twitter is to where like someone Giannis is like doesn't get appreciated enough as he should. Man, I I think so. I think I would I would agree with that. Giannis is a great player. Um, No, we played him every time we played him. It's a good matchup. It's a great matchup. so, I mean, at the end of the day, Twitter, NBA, Twitter, all the media, it's, <laughs> it's whatever. Like, it's like, if we're really being honest, you know what I mean, they don't, a lot of those guys don't know what, you know, the hell they're talking about. So, um, but the real people that are around basketball and study basketball and know the game, they know what's up. So, Giannis is a great player. Yeah. We ranked your point guard, De'Aaron Fox, in, among the top 10 point guards. Please tell us why we were correct in ranking De'Aaron Fox in the top 10 amongst the NBA point guards this season. Because we think we know the Man, game. So De'Aaron, why don't you just, you know, you know, you know, give us some props here for giving De'Aaron I mean, the top 10 status. <laughs> no, I mean, y'all, not, y'all not wrong. Hey, um, there we go. All right. De'Aaron we pat ourselves in the back there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, I, you know, De'Aaron is, you know, fast. Um, probably one of the quickest guards in the league. Um you know, we get out and get running and, you know, it's, it's good to be able to run alongside, you know, you know, him and just how he plays the game, creating and, and uh, creating for his teammates. Um, you know, it's good to have, you know, that type of, you know, guard on your team um, to, to run, you know, run a team, be able to take control of the team, be able to, you know, see things before they happen. Um, so it's just, you know, uh, it's, it's great to be able to play along Fox. And I think y'all, y'all got it right with, with, uh, we have no, thank you very much. We appreciate that. All right. don't, yes, that I, no, no, I want my props. <laughs> no, don't don't get that man too much credit. But I did want to touch on something you just touched on with obviously like people's perception of uh, the game and whatnot. Because obviously, I mean, we know me and you know you know this. Like you've averaged like, fifteen and eight even if in your first two years, and some people like have criticized that um, even for like a coming into the league so young and obviously with the comparisons with Trey and Luca in your class, how much does that like motivate you? And, uh, you know, is there a, a mindset in the back of your head? Like, okay, I'm going to prove them wrong. Um, no, first of all, I'm happy for those guys. Um, yeah. you know, just seeing them, you know, be doing well and I'm happy to see that. Uh, but for me, I would say my biggest thing is just compete with myself. You know, making sure every day that I'm better than I was the day before. Um, just having a, a a bigger picture in my mind, in the back of my mind, you know, going through this whole thing. You know, it's a lot of ups and downs. Like, as I, as I said, you know, with my first you know, three years in the NBA, it's, 
It's a lot of ups and downs. So just having a bigger picture in your mind and uh, sticking with that, not getting off track and uh, not getting distracted by certain things. That's my mindset. And I think if I stay with the program and uh, keep doing what I'm supposed to be doing, I'll get to, you know, where I want to be. I'll be, you know, in the playoffs. I'll be playing, you know, doing all the things that I have, you know, on my goal list that I I haven't checked off yet. Um, So I just, for me, it's just about following the plan. Um, Like I said, I'm happy for those guys. You know, I want nothing but success for those guys. And and it's good to see that. So, you know, I'm I'm, keep going and I'll be where I'm supposed to be. Are you are you one of the guys? Can you watch the playoffs? Or are you like you can't watch? You're like I I, I got to tune out. I love watching it, even if I'm okay, not. It, it hurts. Like for me, yeah. it's like damn. Like when I watch it, I was watching the Phoenix game um, the other day, and I was just watching the whole game. Like damn, like like I'm trying to really get there. Like I'm like I'm trying yeah. to get to the playoffs. Yeah. I'm trying to compete like that. You know, it's it's yeah. it just it's that part of it. But then again, it's a part of it where. I like watching because, like I said, it's always something that I can learn and pick up. Um, mm-hmm. so I like watching and studying the game and just seeing different things that I can learn and get better at, even if I'm not playing, even, even if I want to be there you know, as bad as I want to be, you know, just still learning and um, taking bits and pieces from everybody that I'm watching and just kind of trying to put it in my game. And you got plenty of your dookies in the playoffs. So you can root for those guys. Yes. Yes, sir. Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. I'm excited for those guys. Uh, I was about to say, do you know it? Like, we haven't even had Zion in the playoffs yet. Like, you haven't been in the playoffs yet. Zion hasn't been in the playoffs yet. Like, that's crazy. Like, you guys, like, we gotta. I mean, obviously, he plays for the Pelicans, but like, we need that. You know, like the NBA fans oh, need that. So, that's the goal, man. That's the you know, that's the ultimate goal. You know, in this thing is to to get to that level. You know, to compete for you know a championship. Um, so, I mean, like I said, man, we just got to, you know, stay the course. For me, just stay the course, you know, stay locked in, don't get distracted. And um, eventually, y'all, y'all will get that. Y'all will get that playoff, you know, experience. Playoff Marv. What's up? <laughs> I said Playoff Marv. Oh, I thought you said, oh, said, said yo. Right. Playoff Marv, facts. So, what happened? Can we ask, can we talk about what happened to Duke this year? Because Zion said we can't talk oh about it. Like, Zion said it was a fake season. I don't know. It was a fake no, no, season. No, he, he no. Kicked, he kicked the bucket on the season in February. Okay, let's let's keep it real. Young Zion kicked the bucket in February. It was a rough year. It was a rough year for everybody. I'm, I'm going to leave it like that. It was a rough year. Facts. Different season, different type of schedule, COVID tested, a lot of different right. factors that go into you know, <laughs> no fans, whole, no crazies, no fans. That's another thing. You know, you can't have a you don't got the crazies in there. It's a different experience. Yeah, you had players leaving so, the program I mean, in the middle of the season, so you know it's a lot of a lot of things nah, in we motion. Don't, we don't talk all I'm right, just saying, right. I'm just hey, saying, it happened. Hey, you you to do it it happened. Yeah, I see. It, it happened. Hey, hey, did it not happen, bro? <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. No, I'm just saying, I mean, it was a rough season. I mean, it was especially I couldn't imagine being in college and going through because it was hard for, you know, us. You know, it was the yeah. whole stuff, getting tested every day, no fans. It was like it was different. So I couldn't imagine, yeah. you know, high school, college, what they were going through and their like their mental and, and, and you know, mm-hmm. things like that. So, um, I mean, it's it was a tough one, but I think I think next season we'll bounce back and we'll be we'll be straight. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. So we'll be straight. So I have this take, and Zion gets mad at me because I say it because he loves the NBA so much. NBA basketball without fans is one of the worst things I've ever watched, I think. Do you – be in there, is it just awful playing in front of no fans? <laughs> it's, it's, it's very different, I would say that. Um, 
It's very it is, it, It's not fun no, no, to watch that, with no fans. It is a missing element. My first time playing was like uh, we, we had – it was like we played go to state and then we had uh, we had cardboard – like cutouts in the crowd and it was just like they had the crowd noise but when we started playing it was like yo this is this is weird like it's like nobody here you got the noise but it's like uh like it's it's not the same for sure so when we start playing with fans it was better college basketball is a million times worse because like they don't play music the way you guys mm-hmm. do in the nba they don't have the piped in stuff like college basketball atmosphere without fans is yeah it's a million times worse. yeah they don't have they don't, the, do they don't have the yeah. effects you yeah guys you guys know. in the nba oh, are spoiled whoa. with that stuff that's 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 a whole nother story because if we didn't have the effects or nothing, yeah, <laughs> it, would, it would have been like, yo, like this is not like we, what are we doing? Like, <laughs> but it's, it's, yeah. definitely, it's definitely different though. I mean, fellow Dookie, Jason Tatum said guys were in the bubble were performing better without because no people were there. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, I mean, I guess it's different for different guys. <laughs> I mean, I, me, I like, I like. You know, if I'm on the court, I mean, I'm going to play. Uh, whether it's one person in there or <laughs> 20,000 in there, I'm going to still show up and play and, and, you know, do my job. But you can't ignore the fact that it's very different, though. You know, like you don't yeah. have that same, like, intensity of a crowd that, you know, you go on the run, you know, mm-hmm. you could feel it. But that crowd is that extra, that extra yeah. gear to, you know, get through the game. So um, you definitely notice it. But I feel like once you start playing, it's like, okay, Whatever we don't got fans, let's still hoop. Like let's let's play, and let's like, you know let's do what we came came here to do. Definitely, definitely. We got this thing called One Got to Go. You want to play with this, Marvin? Before we get you out of here, let's get it. We got some we got some categories here. This usually goes off. So one got to go. Jay Z, Kanye West, Little Wayne. <laughs> you know about this. I love doing this. Damn, one got to go. Jay Z, Kanye, and Lil, Lil Wayne. Wayne. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One gotta go. I'm gonna have to ah Jay. I got I can't ah Jay's oh Jay up there. Like I got I gotta keep Jay in there. Oh, okay. Kanye's okay. a legend, Lil Wayne a legend. If I had to pick one to 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 drop, I might have to drop. I might have to drop Kanye. Mm. Ooh, okay. Might have to, Any I'm, particular Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne is tough. Lil, I just I, I like Lil Wayne music, like. You know, I like, you know, how he rap. So it's just yeah. like Kanye too, but if I had to pick out of the two, I'm going to go with Lil Wayne. And Zion, what's the other one we just did What's it with the younger kids? Oh, what did we do? Oh, it was uh, Travis, Uzi, and Little Baby. If I had to drop one? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Probably uh, Uzi. Ooh. It's hard. It's hard. Like, I have hard questions. Like, but if I had to jump when I throw three, it'll be Uzi for sure. I'm, I'm getting Travis out there, man. I'm getting yeah. Travis out there. That's a tough one. That's a, why you why, like why why you say why you say you're getting Travis out of there? I think Travis is I don't think Travis is as good as people think he is. I think Astro Road was a really <laughs> good project. But bro, Travis is a is a he's an icon out here, bro. He's an icon. He's an icon for sure uh, amongst the whole landscape of culture. I don't think just music. We talking just music? Travis, I don't yeah. know, bro. Uzi, Uzi and Baby got Uzi tough. Uzi tough, though. Uzi got some, Uzi got some hits, for sure. Yeah. They, all, they all got some hits, but 
Yeah, those are definitely tough ones. I'm coming off with this one off the dome. Nas, Rakim, and Tupac. <laughs> that might be the toughest one we've ever done. Uh, that's, that's, all the three that you named one of like, my favorite rappers that I listen yeah. to. That's why I, that's <laughs> why I <laughs> listed them, so that's why <laughs> I picked them. It's like, damn. Like, you shouldn't have uh, told us your favorite rappers. <laughs> so, so what was the three? Name, name the three again. Nas, Rakim, and Tupac. <laughs> And one got to go. Yeah. Oh, that's tough. That's a tough one. <laughs> I, a tough I feel bad. I'm going to go with Rakim, bad. though. Okay. Mm. Not Nas? Not Nas? No, I really? love Nas. I love, <laughs> I love, you like, love all I love of Nas. Nas. You love Nas's whole catalog? I like most of it. Most of it. And obviously, artists you know, put out songs that you, know, you, you kind of don't like. That's, I mean, that's every artist. Or the but, Con- or the yeah. Kanye album. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be that's, real here. Come on. <laughs> Don't hold that against Nas. Come on. Don't hold that against Nas. I'll just say it happens. Hey, but no, nah, I think... You said what? It happened, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, it happened. It did happen. We got one good track out of that, uh, that oh, yeah. disaster. But anyway, go but ahead. But the Hip Boy album was great. The hip, the King's Disease, the last okay. one was very, very good. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Which one was that one? You said, which one? The most recent one with Hit Boy, that one was very good. I thought the Nas album very good. The King King's Oh Disease. yeah, no, I love that one. Yeah, that, that one was very good. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was very well put together. The one, like, he, yeah, the one he won his lifetime Grammy for. Yeah. But yeah, no, that, y'all, y'all had y'all came with some tough ones, but, I, but I'm gonna have to go with uh, I'm gonna have to go with Rakim. He gonna have to you know sit this one out. That's fair. 18th letter. <laughs> do oh, man, do we got a Duke? Do we got a Duke one? Do we got a Duke one? Oh, we're, oh don't, don't do me like it. that. Oh man! I, ooh. Don't do me like that. Ooh. I won't do you like that. I won't do it. I'm, like hey, I'm not going to split the brotherhood. I'm not going to split the brotherhood. Hey, we, we, we together, bro. Tell, tell them we together. Yeah, we we together. I'm not going to do you like that. We're not <laughs> we, splitting the brotherhood. <laughs> I mean, otherwise, we're just going to ask you who your basketball goat is. So you get to pick either one. Either we're doing a Duke one, got to go, or you got to pick a goat in the NBA. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go with the goat. I'll go. With the oh, you goat. got one? Uh-huh. I mean, Mike. I, mean, I don't think. Oh, right answer. Right answer. Right answer. <laughs> really? Right answer. No, I don't think nobody. You know what I'm saying? Is you know what I mean? Kobe was was the next one. I think it's you know Mike, Kobe, um, and then Bron, like top three. Okay. Um, but no, Bron's still playing though, so you can't really. That's yeah. why I don't like. You know, he can't I mean, say that. Really, he can't, can't call him the goat. Yeah, like you can't really, <laughs> you can't really put him like up there yet. You know, till he's done. Um, yeah. But Mike and Kobe for sure. Like that's we had Kenny Smith on this podcast, and he had Kobe and Braun outside the top ten. <laughs> outside of the top ten, yeah. he had Tiny Archibald in his top ten over LeBron and Kobe. Ah, I guess, I guess, <laughs> I guess it's different for like. <laughs> I had to ask Kenny about that. Kenny one. caught some oh. heat for that. Yeah, Kenny caught Kenny caught some heat. That's good, Marvin. So, fill us in again. When is the music coming? What are we expecting this summer? You're always working. Um, wh- wh- what are we looking for from the new musically coming this summer? Um, I got a I got a single coming out June 11th uh, called Late Nights. Um, be on the lookout for that. Dropping after that, you know, with with Dirk for the for the music video. I got a 
you know, company, entertainment company. You know, we putting together is coming out soon. So, um, you know, I got a lot of stuff. You know, I'm dropping a project July, you know, 30th around, you know, end of July, July 30th. So it's my, so birth, stay it's my birthday. Hey. Well, I, 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 I should, that'll be a birthday gift. That'll be a birthday there gift. There we go. There we go. <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be a good birthday gift. But, but yeah, this it's a lot that I'm working on. This is entertainment company. Tell, tell us about that. Tell us about the entertainment company. What's what is that? What are you trying to you making movies? What are we doing? Oh, well, it's it's, it's under three five entertainment and basically, mm-hmm. you know, just giving a lot of you know people a platform to kind of be creative. You know, we're doing podcasts, mm-hmm. um, starting a label, um, you know, just just starting off, you know, step by step to to build something. Know down the line that we can you know look back at and 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 be proud of you know for you know our kids and our kids kids to, to come in and, and and take over. Um, so that's that's kind of you know, what what we're trying to do with with the company and you know it's coming together nice. Um, you know we're in the beginning phase of it, but you know we're gonna build on it and keep you know getting to that to that point where we can look back like I said and be proud of what we built. Sure, sounds good to us. Are you gonna send Luke Walton your new singles early to listen to or no? No, nah, I'm not gonna send it to him. I'm not gonna send it to him. <laughs> this, 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 I ain't even sent them to you know the homies yet, so I can't, I can't, I can't send okay. it to Coach like that. So. <laughs> okay, Coach, can, we're not gonna get Luke Wallen's opinion on. It. Okay, uh, Marvin, we appreciate you. Uh, you know, we can't wait to hear the music. We, you know, wish you all the luck this summer getting ready, and you know, next season. Um, hopefully, next season is a very normal NBA season with yeah, crowds, you know, and everything. Uh, For sure, and everything. So. Uh, we appreciate you, man. Appreciate it, boss. Thank you for having me. Thanks for rolling through. Thank you, guys. That was fun. That was fun. Uh, Zion, I, you guys are very – so how does this change, Zion? Because you and Marvin were very high on the Duke team next year. But how does this – is there now extra pressure on this upcoming Duke team because it is Coach K's last? So these kids I mean, are going to have extra pressure night in and night out. They don't want to let Coach K down in his final season. Am I wrong? I mean, there's pressure, but I, uh, when you're bringing in the most talented player in the country and the projected number one pick, then who 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 who, who is that? Can you just Paolo, let us know? Paolo Banchero. Okay, it's not the kid from Minnesota that's going he's to not, Gonzaga. He's he's projected number two right now. Well, by according okay. to ESPN's list, he's number two. Okay, but Paolo's number one. Um, okay, even though Chet was number one in high school, but yeah, this we got superstars again, man. It's going to be a show. So. Sit back, relax, and watch Duke again. Okay, I just have it, one. I just have one quick question yeah. here, Chops. Yeah. Will the Coach K farewell tour be the most nauseating thing in the history of sports? <sighs> Can anything be more yes. nauseating than the Paul Pierce farewell tour? Because uh, the Coach nauseating. K farewell tour, one million percent, will be more nauseating. We might That's, need to take the account away from Zion. Actually, yeah. How was that? How was that even like? Like, I don't get it. where the hate where the hate comes from. That like, Coach K is the greatest college coach to ever walk the, the face of the earth. Why are we doing this? <laughs> do not do is not say John. You know Wooden. history. Do is not he, say did, John Wooden. Have you ever heard did, of John Wooden? Do no. Do not say John Wooden. Number one, because John Wooden was a short term, was a short period. John Wooden played with more talent and had to win less games to win a tournament. That's not imp- as impressive as what Coach how many K has te- done how many games for did they forty have to win years. Back they had to win how like four games? four games, right? Three, three or four games to win a tournament. Now you have to win six in a row. Come on, bro. So like how many, titles, how many titles does Coach K have? Re- refresh our memory. Five. Is it a is it a failure if they don't win it this year, this next year? A little bit, but they won't be the f- outright favorite. It's not I, like a Zion I, year. 
again, do you know how disgusting it's going to be if Coach K gets the Final Four next year? Oh my God, I I won't be able to watch college basketball. I'll have to shut That's up the TV and hater. refuse you to watch the Final Four. You can't appreciate great. No, because I can't appreciate syrupy nonsense. I can't get. <laughs> I can't. I can't worship. Why, you guys are going to treat him like a fucking god. I mean, seriously. That's why you hate LeBron. That's why you hate Coach K. That's why you hate everybody who does. You just hate greatness. It's sad, man. It's no. Really I appreciate. Sad. I appreciate selective greatness. Okay. No, you don't. You only appreciate, I do. I appreciate John Wooden the way you should. No, you only appreciate now, Philip Rivers. Knowing how okay, I'm I'm reversing course on this. Knowing how mad the Coach K farewell tour is going to make Adam, I am now pro Coach K farewell tour. And I cannot <laughs> wait to see it. I cannot wait to watch it every night because it's, Zion's going to post a video on it's gonna be Sports Twitter every yeah. game. Yeah, every game. <laughs> Tear jerking, minute long montage. L- Zion's listen, gonna produce what, every Zion, three can weeks. you explain what that video was of them dancing the cascade? It, what, what this is, is going I, on this why I didn't even post it. Like we even wrote an article on it, and we I was like, y'all are dumb. We did writing this. Like, <laughs> no, did. this is literally what they do every time, every game. That's the that's the theme song of Duke. What in the camera case? Who picked that's, that one? Who picked that? I don't know. It's been that way for ever since the song has been out. It's it's them. I don't know. I don't I don't really like the song myself, but. It's it's a thing. It's a Duke thing, and okay. people are just hating like like they want to hate Coach K. I don't get it. I just don't get it. But haters gonna hate. He is great. <laughs> On that note, not much else to say. A lot we had a lot to talk about. It was good. Uh, we'll continue to follow the NBA playoffs. Obviously, let's we'll see if I'm the bad luck. Are you gonna blame me if the Nets lose tonight? Yes. You didn't okay. answer my question uh, in the intro there, pal. What? Who did you blackmail to get these tickets? Nothing. The Nets, they, Adam, you know they can't get anybody to go to these games. I know because I heard the atmosphere was just dead on. They on emailed game one. me. They were like, "Do you want?" To take <laughs> you heard the atmosphere was dead. What? I heard from sources within the building that no, Parker Center was not too popular. A friend on, of the podcast, Al from Bleacher Report, told me that the game was pretty live on Saturday night. He told me that. Mm. Jay Z was there. Travis Scott. They're getting the celebrities out at least. Yeah, they're getting I mean, the celebrities. For, for someone for some team that doesn't you know relevant in New York, it seems like a lot of people were at that game and a lot of famous people. I mean, I don't Spike know. Lee doesn't have anything to do right now. He could pop over to a Nets game. He probably he will. Spike Lee Spike Lee had to bring his celebrities. He had, he, he had to bring Chris Tucker, <laughs> Chris Rock, and all them to courtside. Don't Nets do didn't that. Have Chris do Tucker that. was in Atlanta. Don't do that to Spike Lee. Don't do that to the Nets. Uh, uh. The poor Knicks. But yeah, uh, okay, so I'll, so I get blamed if they lose tonight. Okay, good to know. Um, yeah, that's it. Fun episode, guys. Uh, a lot to talk about. Shout out to Marvin Bagley. Um, he has a lot going on. Excited to see what he does. You know, he's going into a big year, obviously. Um, can't be easy getting drafted in the same class as Trey Young and Luka Doncic. I'll just say that. Can't yes, be easy. Especially now. Uh, especially right now. Like that... Just right now, watching that like can't be easy, you know. So at least Aiden DeAndre too. Ayton is, huh? Ayton's been hooping though. Ayton had a but hell of a he's series. hooping and he's still in the playoffs and he's a big part of that. So like you know, Bagley's just as we talked about, he's he's had some stuff out of his control. Hey, you know, timing in life is everything. So yeah, no, very true. So um, big year coming though, Marv. <laughs> we'll uh, be back next week. Uh, we appreciate y'all. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcast. Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, go uh, leave your reviews, drop those five-star reviews. Um, Stay safe. Until next time, we'll see you guys later. And as always, a special thanks to our producers, Josh Dodd and Jasmine Plata, our audio editor, Misha Jones, our production manager, Sean Correa, our talent booker, Shanice Kelman, our senior director of operations, Jen Stewart, our general manager, Donnie Kwok. This is a production of Complex Networks.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.